Hey guys, welcome to the Improvement Podcast, where the mission is to help young men develop their character, identity, and mindset in order to activate their potential and achieve their goals in life. I'm your host, Kamani Randall, and in today's episode with Scott Carson, we discuss some of the issues that I'm dealing with currently. The bottom line is that I have my own things that I struggle with, just like you guys. From the energy in this one, you can probably all tell that some things are weighing on me with the major changes that have happened in my life the past few months which are not all mentioned out of respect of the privacy of others. It has been hard to be optimistic. I'm working on it though. Scott and I brainstorm for solutions so that I can work my way back into being my regular self. To give a heads up, this was recorded about a month and a half ago before publishing. So many things have changed since this talk. Hopefully you guys gained some value from the conversation. So how's your week been? Uh, Really, it's been fine. Uh, just work the uh, the usual, so nothing, nothing special. And how did you go refining your values? I read through those. How did that feel? Um, I mean, it was good to take a, a second look at them, and uh, you know, kind of reframe it you know, based on like the perspective that we kind of set in that last call, trying to be a lighthouse and then also working to be more concise with the, with the uh, values, taking more ownership. And so, and then just making sure that I focused on how they function for me as opposed to uh, just writing in general. So. How did that feel? Uh, it felt good. It was something positive to do. Have you f- felt yourself implement anything in the last week? Like implementing uh, like my values or like the lighthouse analogy or hmm. yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like I feel like the values thing, I feel like uh, that's something I, that I exercise consistently and not just like in, in the past week, but like because these are values that like I had established and, and had. And so, yeah, well, I wouldn't say like the values thing is new, but as far as um being a lighthouse looking at it from that perspective um that's definitely new and so really there hasn't been a lot of opportunity i would say in this past week but going forward uh, i'm sure that there will be more you know like i have different events that are coming up that I'm, i plan on going to uh i have like a weekly accountability call that i hop on where i talk with some guys that are like interested in this similar type of stuff and so, you know, that's another opportunity to be that lighthouse. And so I know that I'll keep it in mind for uh, for those instances. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. How is things at the minute? You sound extremely busy. Busy? Um, not really. I mean, I do have some stuff coming up with work that uh, needs to be completed soon. But for the most part, like at least half of it is kind of out of my hands. And you know, now that uh stuff has been submitted waiting on analysts to finish their part so I can take it uh craft it up and make it to where it's something that can be sent off to the different regulatory agencies and so really just uh waiting on that so I guess the busyness will kick in after I get those things back from them those reports beautiful socially how's things uh socially stuff has been kind of underwhelming actually um during this week you know something I kind of noticed yesterday I kind of found myself uh I I had gone out to 
I forgot what it was that I was out driving for. I think I was just going to get food or whatever. And I ended up just kind of driving around like in the, in the area, like going downtown, like passing by like one of the parks and all that kind of just to get out the house. But uh, yeah, it was really just kind of, uh, I guess, kind of dull, kind of a, a boring day or really weak. And then it kind of just culminated into uh into yesterday when I was thinking about that. And so I know for sure uh, I'll definitely plan on getting out and doing some more today. There's a lot of college football on, uh, good games going on. And so uh, just to go be around people, I'll probably go do something. Yeah, good. So what are your hobbies socially? Uh, well, I guess besides podcasting, um, I used to do Muay Thai. And, yeah. you know, I'd see people there all the time. It was like a community there. But when I when I got hurt, when I had my injury, uh, I, I'm not clear to go back and, you know, even throw punches until like month four of my recovery. And I'm only in like week 10 yeah. right now. So I guess technically I could I could go and stop by the gym. But I mean, most I'd be able to do is like stretch or do like sit ups or some, some cardio or something. So that might be something that I, I do. But uh other than that, I like playing sports. Can't do that, of course, right now until like month four. I like watching sports. And something that's, I guess, interesting about that is that a lot of my friends that I have, they aren't really much of sports fans. You know, I guess like I am, you know, I'm a person that looks at the recruits, uh, sees who they're playing, looks at like the, uh, the stats of the people and all that, pretty much watches college football. Uh, every weekend, some NFL too. And then, you know, the rest of them are really just casual, if if even fans at all. So, yeah, that's one thing where since that's like a, a big thing that I have an interest in, since it's not really something that a lot of people around me share, uh, that's made it to where you know, it's kind of hard to be social with that hobby. But though, that's really, for the most part, my hobbies other than like I like I like cafe hopping. I like going to cafes and doing work there instead of working at home. And really just anything to be like social. You know, I kind of like that being around people unless it's like bars and clubs. You know, it's not really my thing because I'm I'm sober. But like anything where you can meet people, like I go to networking events all the time and meet like other podcasters and like entrepreneurs. And so those are always some things that are like really fun. I meet cool people there. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. It's one of my most favorite things to go to places where, you know, I get to grow, you meet people and it just takes you to another level. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So how do you feel uh, one to 10 socially? How, how, you're, how do you feel you are doing socially one to 10, 10 being positive, one being low? I feel like I'm at like a, today, I feel like I'm at maybe like a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, I felt like I was at like a, a two, I would say. So I wouldn't say that I'm like the most happy uh, right now. You know, it's, it's not the worst it's like ever been, but I'm not going to, you know, sit here and pretend like I'm content. You know, I'm not really happy with uh, how stuff is right now. Mm, I can feel that. So what can we do to change that? Oh, uh, working on it, you know. Uh, 
I think one of the main things is that since like a lot of those things that I would do where I would meet a lot of people usually were kind of uh, taken from me in a way that's made it kind of tough for the past like two, two and a half months. So uh, really, I think the next step forward would be to like find more ways to uh, to get out the house and have like more social interactions uh, since I can't do that through like physical activities anymore, you know, like how, how I used to do, like when I would make friends through that type of stuff and go hang out with those people playing sand volleyball or whatever else or, you know, Muay Thai. So I probably just have to find something that's not as active or maybe just like join a running group or something. So that way I'm not just going and running the hills like with just me or like one other friend. That could be that could be a potential solution uh, because that's something I can I'm clear to do. I can at least run. I just can't you know do anything that's going to push strain on my shoulder. So. What's the furthest you've ever run? Furthest I've ever run is probably five or six miles and that was at like my peak and also i was probably like um maybe like 20 maybe like actually 30 pounds lighter <laughs> when i yeah. when i did that so that would be that would be a challenge yeah with the running i've been doing it may be at the most like a mile a mile and a half to get to the park and not go run like hills doing like high intensity interval training mm-hmm. and then i might run back so that's the most running that I've done, you know, as of recent. But the last time I actually just ran for multiple miles straight was probably uh, probably um, like early 2020, like right before the pandemic, actually. Okay. So would you say 10 miles is possible? It's possible. It's just uh, not feasible right now. I definitely have to work up to it. Why? Uh, I don't think I have the cardio to just go and run 10 miles straight. Okay. Or at least not quickly at all. It probably right. take a, a good bit of time. Uh, so I'm going to challenge you here. Okay. I want you to run 10 miles in the next week. <laughs> 10 miles like straight or like broken up over straight. the week? Straight. Straight. And I don't, I just slow it down. Put your favorite music on. Smile. Smile. Get that that oxygen in. Smile while I'm running 10 miles. Sounds like a a tall task. So I'm trying to, I don't know the conversion between pounds and kilos. I think like a a kilo is like 2.2 pounds. All right. So I'm about 220. So I'm not, a, I'm not a little man. <laughs> when I pound the pavement, I pound the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's anything is possible. How does that feel? Uncomfortable? Definitely, because it's not like I, it's not like I like running. So... <laughs> do you want to know a secret? Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's just the first five kilometers or three and a bit miles is just disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, you know, I plod and I get in my head and then I start going. 
So I, mean, I run about eight, eight minute miles, you know, so we're probably a little bit under. We're 7.30s and just trying to get the conversion. But it's just, you do what you can when you can. And if you can run at the minute and achieve that with a smile, it feels awesome. So you up for it? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. No, no <laughs> I know you no, nothing to lose, so. <laughs> oh, I love that about you. I truly love that about you. Throw you a bone. Okay, I mean. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I would suggest you go back to the Muay Thai gym, though, and do some stretching. Mm-hmm. Get, just to be around the guys again. Yeah, that'll probably be helpful. Yeah. Because it feels it feels good just to be around the guys again. Just just make sure you keep yourself calm and don't start sparring. Because <laughs> you get a little bit excited. Definitely won't have to start all over again and go through the whole process again. So I uh, definitely won't be doing any type of sparring, throwing punches, any anything like that. I'll, I'll leave before I do that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's important, right? Because your recovery is taking time, and when when you have a significant injury, recovery does take time, and it's amazing where your head goes and how it starts dropping away. Have you found that? Like dropping away is in like my my mental state. Yeah, like being away. Mm. Ah, yeah. Like uh, whenever whenever I was stuck in the house and couldn't do anything, whenever I was just in the sling, it was, uh, it was pretty depressing. You know, I didn't really want to get up and, and do anything. It's not like I could do much anyway. I was having to get help like uh, with just basic stuff, like cleaning my apartment, uh, folding my laundry. I couldn't put the, uh, the fitted sheet on my bed. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just all stuff like that and, and having to uh, like either call Ubers or Lyfts or like get a ride to, my appointments and all that it was uh it was pretty tough and then you're just kind of sitting in you know just a small space you know for all those other days you don't have stuff to do just just by yourself so it was uh it was not fun i feel that so it's something that you've always wanted to do but you've never done apart from run 10 mile um Like a physical activity? Anything. Uh, probably travel more. Uh, that's something that is a goal of mine to to do that. I mean, I have the I have the vacation time to be able to go do it. It's just uh you know, I, I just had never did play anything. And plus, yeah, I haven't been doing the best when it came to like saving. You know, during like these past few months of this going on, just spending all this money on like eating out, you know, since I wasn't going to the grocery store or whatever. So uh, in, in the near future, I probably would plan something. I just have to at least recover the deficit that I went into, like in, in my savings, you know, like the, the difference between my spending and what I was putting away. So. And yeah, what system do you run for your head? Ugh. 
what system do you run for your money management? So I use Mint. Uh, that's like a, a service that like, tracks all my stuff, like as far as like where I'm spending my money. Mm-hmm. And so I have like different thresholds for like what I should spend in like different areas. And I have like a certain amount that I'm supposed to, uh, supposed to save uh, for each check uh, mm-hmm. and put in my, put in my bank account. And so with like the medical expenses and then, you know, how things got more expensive with me not being mobile, uh, I ended up eating into a big chunk of that. Well, not like a, a huge chunk, but like between surgeries, I mean, between the surgery costs and all that and food, you know, from eating out all the time and that type of stuff. And then just really buying stuff off Amazon too. Uh, I probably, I probably spent maybe like four, probably like four grand or something like that. Okay. How does that feel? I mean, I'm not happy about it. It's not, it's not positive, um, but it's not the end of the world. I mean, that's why you have savings. It was a good thing that I was disciplined up until that point. So I could spend 4k and it not, you know, put a, you know, a huge dent in like my, my financial goals and all that. So, but no one wants to say, Hey, I I burned through $4,000. So. Yeah. I understand that. So it's good. This is, this is a really good conversation because when you do start diving down a bit, when you have an injury and, you know, start eating out more you start looking for little pleasures to make just to get your buy get your buy get on amazon you buy stuff you you know you know what i'm gonna have that bit to eat tonight i'm gonna have that little bit of something extra because why not i can't do anything anyway that's why it's really important to start hitting some targets up front give you plan your holiday find it Go, go to Thailand, do, go do a Muay Thai camp in Thailand. You know, like those things, uh, they would make you feel better, but also give you a pretty good target. Have you seen the Muay Thai camps in Thailand? Yeah, yeah, I've checked out videos of it. And so I know you're talking about Thailand is actually one of the places that was on my uh, my bucket list for for going to see, you know, because it definitely be cool to actually go to one of those like traditional camps and go to the famous stadium that they have out there where like, you know, all the champions are from and go check that out. So that, that would be pretty cool. That's a pretty good thing to put on your on your list and start making happen. Yeah. Because it's, it's funny, right? I'm, I'm 44 now. And some of the stuff that I've done is just ridiculous. <laughs> and life is only a life if it's lived. You know, otherwise, what is it? And in order to achieve that life, you got to have experiences, you got to have interactions. So I'm really going to challenge you this week. I want you to have more interaction with both yourself and planning for a holiday or or doing something new and socially. Go back to the gym. Do that 10K. Not 10 more. 
because you're worth it. Because the energy you carry when you go into a slump, other people feel it. It's fascinating yesterday, having over a hundred conversations while doing 41 kilometers, right? I was walking past people and just feeling their energy, which way they come through. And I could tell which people needed to talk. In their body language, whether or not they avoided me, whether or not they're sitting, head down, in thought. And I grabbed every single one of them and just said, thank you for being here. Handed them a pair of socks, shared the story. These black dots re represent our dark days. We all have them. And that's okay. Thank you for doing your best right now. All right, well, uh, I'll take the challenge to, uh, like you said, go back to the gym. And then also, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> on the, uh, the 10 miles. I, I can hear the pain in your voice already with that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to that at all. Oh, I haven't noticed how the good things in life aren't easy. <laughs> That is true. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? Hmm. Oh, anxious. I'm sorry. What about? Uh, the future. Future uh, future actions that I'm going to take because, I mean, of course, with being a person that strives to be self-aware, when you, when you know the problem and everything, when you figure that out, you can kind of figure out what the solutions are. That doesn't mean that the solutions are going to be fun. You know, like... And then, you know, assignments too, you know, like running the 10 miles, uh, going back to the gym, it's just going to be kind of weird, you know, with me not being there for like three months and then knowing that I'm going to have to, you know, pretty much do what's necessary, which is getting out of my, my comfort zone more, uh, to go be more social. You know, I kind of fell into my routines and things and got comfortable in that whenever things were all, you know, running uh, like how they were supposed to. But then when you have, you know, these wrenches that get thrown in, in your daily plans or like your routine and all that, you know, it leads it, it leads you to where you have to uh, adapt and, you know, change isn't always fun. You know, you can, you can notice something's, you know, in your best interest, but it doesn't mean it makes it any easier to, to go do it because a lot of these things are still challenging. You know, even, even for me, even though, you know, this is the type of content I make helping people to, be the better version of themselves and, you know, take on those challenges that they don't want to face. You know, I still, I still struggle to have to do those things too. I guess the, the only difference between me and someone that might be new to this type of content is that 
even though we're both uncomfortable. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm going out and making it happen. And so just trying to do that and set that example. So those people who are looking at this type of stuff will take that same, I guess, um, that same approach and make the stuff happen too. Thank you for earning that. It's really important because I'm that different, mate. You know, giving you challenge and sometimes I just got to go again. Where did this come from? <laughs> what happened here to make this happen? Yeah. I was gifted that opportunity. I was gifted that challenge so that I can find out more about me. You know, and that's that's the one thing that I I really appreciate about you. You know, like it's you know it's gonna be uncomfortable. But actually it's, you know, part of you's going, I really don't want to do this. But you're gonna step into that. Cause that's just the voices in your head. happened there uh you know it's really just the same same stuff just kind of thinking about it uh you know when you or at least what i noticed whenever i get anxious about something or uh i'm not looking forward to something that's coming up in the future you kind of start to kind of think of scenarios of how things can like not go well you always well i'll always kind of focus on what could go wrong you know the the worst possibilities when really you know the mindset should be to kind of frame it towards the positive but i mean that doesn't mean i'm immune to those negative thoughts just kind of chewing on that stuff shut your eyes okay imagine yourself putting your shoes on Get out the door. Start running. Thinking to yourself, can I do this? Get your favorite music on. What is it? Uh it's it's a mix. I listen to a lot of genres. Beautiful. You're out there running. So nice and easy pace. It's about an hour in now. It's not comfortable. Music's still good though. I'm running around the streets. Seven miles is done. It hurts a little bit. You slow it down, you keep going. Great song comes on. You start smiling. You're at nine miles. One to go. 
song that you just didn't expect is on. You've just finished 10 miles. How does that feel? Uh, exhausting. I'm probably having trouble breathing right now. Well, at that point, you know, I'd probably be struggling to breathe. My okay. legs would be burning. Mm, they're not burning. You stop running. Take a big, deep breath in, in your nose. All the way down into the gut, right down into the belly. Put your hand on your belly, right down. Bring it all the way in, all that breath. Breathe it out. Just finished 10 miles, dude. <laughs> well done. Open your eyes. You've just seen yourself do it. You know you can do it. Yeah, yeah, I just have to just go out there and get it done. Take it on. There's no hurry. Enjoy the little things. Look at look at the people, look at the trees, look at the, the little things on your journey. Enjoy them. I can't wait to hear what you see, what you smell. Appreciate all those little things while you're while you're out there. You don't normally see. What you thinking? I don't know. I was trying to think of the stuff that I'd be smelling and hearing. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to do that now or like think about that no, while I'm running. Well, both doesn't matter. You're looking for the things that, that, that are positive. Yeah. Hmm. Not my not my strong suit, as you can see. <laughs> That's what we need to be working on. <laughs> We're finding yeah. it. We're finding it because one of my greatest ever mentors, Mick Hawes, taught me to say, "What's good about this?" What's good about this? What's good about this? What's the opportunity I need here? Now, I think I've told you that I did a 56K run with a broken metatarsal on my left foot. I, no, I, don't, foot. I don't think you told me about that. That's, I didn't, uh, I didn't, didn't I tell no, you about that's, that? Oh, that's geez, crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's unbelievable, actually, yeah. <laughs> So I did three days, I was at, at camping with my son and, uh, and my wife and um, <laughs> we were out and I hear him scream, dad, dad, and I'm like, oh my God. So I come running at him and I got, I got my pinky, you know, the guy ropes for a tent. Mm -hmm. I got my pinky toe caught in the guy rope running full pelt to run with my son because I thought he had an accident. And normally you break it here, but I hit it that hard and broke it back in the metatarsal. <laughs> I'm like, oh! <laughs> I 
And I'm like, oh, God, got caught up to my son and he was having a kidna. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> so, so like a fair bit of pain. I'm like, oh, I grabbed it. I'm like, that doesn't feel good. So the next morning I was leaving to come back home and um, I went out to go for a surf. As I'm walking out into the water, pressure of the water went <laughs> pushed the toe right out and I'm like ah so I turned around and walked backwards out into the surf so I could have my surf <laughs> and then I get I get home that night and I go and see the chiropractor I said to him I said, listen I'm pretty sure this is pretty broken and he's looking at me he goes yeah, yes <laughs> I go what's gonna happen if I run he goes yeah you're crazy and I said yeah maybe I said, but I want to see how much pain I can handle. He goes, all right. He goes, just try and keep your gait exactly the same so you don't put pressure on your hips and it doesn't transfer. So here I go, off on this 56-kilometer run. Pain, I'm, I'm just, I'm whinging to everybody. <laughs> that I saw, you know, there's a thousand odd people in this run and I'm just whinging to everybody. My foot is so sore, everything's sore. And I just struggled through it and I pushed and I pushed. And I got to the 36 kilometer mark and my foot went numb. I couldn't feel it anymore. I'm in the middle of the bush going, <laughs> and then I could start running again. You know, like, and I just, I finished the race. <laughs> there was about a kilometer from the finish and there's a big stick on the path up ahead. And I'm like, wow, big stick there. I'm like, oh my God, that stick's moving. <laughs> it was a massive snake on the path. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll just wait for that to pass and then see how we go. I get to the finish line. And I couldn't believe that I did it. You can do anything you put your mind to. If you can see it and make it happen. Every single time before I do an event, yesterday I sat down and meditated. I pictured what I had to do. I pictured the conversations I had to have. I pictured the kilometers I had to get done. It's brilliant. You can do anything. That'll be something good to keep in mind whenever I take on these challenges. I guess not just the running, but like, uh, you know, other things too. Do you know what I thought when I finished that race? What? If I can do that, the busted foot, what can I do? And that's why I want to run from Sydney to Melbourne. I want to know what I can do. Now, my brother, 43 years old, had his first professional uh, boxing fight last weekend against a 28-year-old up-and-comer. <laughs> God love him. My brother got in the ring and absolutely totaled him. 
But the only reason he did that is because his son is a Muay Thai fighter and he wanted to lead by example. As he said to me, he goes, I was standing in the way he knows fine, but then before I go in the ring, he goes, what am I doing? I'm a 43-year-old man. Why am I getting in the ring with this young guy? What am I doing? But he did. He stepped into the challenge. Not only did he win, he was there for his son, leading by example. The confidence he's got for life because he stepped into that challenge. Right or wrong, but he just stepped into it. 43 years old, you know, that's living. I'm so proud of him. Not for winning the fight, for stepping into the ring. That's the key to this. This is the key to life. Have a crack. Get out of your comfort zone because you're worth it. <laughs> what it makes me wonder is what was it about the fighting in particular that made him want to lead by example in, in that field? You know, because if you think about with him being the guy's father, you know, there are all different ways that he could. And so it kind of just makes me think, what was it about that that resonated with him enough to where he was able to put purpose behind that specific activity. So my brother used to do a lot of Muay Thai. We never fought, just trained, mm -hmm. just because, just for fitness, you know, and that's brilliant. Love it. But when his son's training and he said, you know, he wants to show him the guys in the gym, he was training, he was around the guys consistently. And all of a sudden, you know, come on, old man, keep training, keep training. You're doing good, old man. <laughs> All of a sudden, you know, it's it's an opportunity, but you got to you got to put yourself into those places to make them happen. That's the key to this. You actually have to put yourself into those places, be around the people that are doing positive things, and all of a sudden, it happens for you too. Circle of influence, right? Right. You know, right now you're, you're growing exponentially mentally. You, the podcast you're having, you, you're growing. You're listening to people with life experience. It's like you've got, you know, all these mentors in your life, you know, which is great. Yeah, it's been a, a cool thing. Uh, you know, I was I would say it's definitely like the highlight of my week whenever I do podcast stuff, you know, or if I get a chance to do multiple interviews, then it's um, even better. So and then to kind of go what you said about like having multiple mentors. Yeah, there's definitely, you know, instances where it seems like each guest has given me something to think about that I never would have thought before. So yeah, overall, you know, I really do like it. But to kind of go off of what you said about um the growth is that, you know, something that's been interesting about it is that the further along I've gotten, like with the, uh, with the podcast stuff, I guess you could say the more like unfulfilled, the more unhappy I've been 
with like my uh my surroundings socially i'll say and i kind of touched on it in the past like in, in a few episodes but it really started to hit me harder lately uh i'll say uh that's definitely been something that's that's been a struggle i can feel it what do you think that is I mean, honestly, you know, kind of just moving like further and further out of alignment with uh, with a lot of people that I used to spend a, a good chunk of my time with. It seems like it just keeps on happening, you know, where uh, I remember you know, college, I pretty much had the same group of friends for like the most part. But uh, then after graduating, you know, and, you know, doing my own thing, starting my job, kind of just grew apart from them. And then you know, kind of just gain a different perspective on my relationships with, with them. And it really just hasn't been the same since I haven't really talked to them. But uh, then friends that I made out here where, you know, we seem like on the same page, doing all the same stuff, had, you know, liked all the same types of activities, thought, thought the same way. And then, you know, getting, getting to like, you know, the later months, even before the podcast, starting to see like a, a disconnect doing the podcast and it definitely magnified it and then even the ones that i moved to that i spent more time with than others uh you know, kind of seeing separation in that and then also when that group of people that you really align with you know just starts getting smaller and smaller you know it's people that you really enjoy spending time with you can't put all that burden you know of of like your social needs on a few people, uh, you know, because other people have have lives too. And so that's been something that I guess you could say is, is tough. Does that make sense? Do you kind of see what I'm saying? 100%. Like, so, so when you take on the personal growth, uh, personal development route, what happens is you grow your experiences grow, your values grow, you get more aligned to you. So your purpose changes. Yeah, and the things that mean a lot to you are generally what means a lot to a lot of other people that you're with because you're growing, right? It's okay to shed the leaves so that you can grow bigger next year. And what I mean by that is it's like it's people, they become into your life for a moment, for a lifetime. It doesn't matter. What's important is you just find new people all the time as you grow. For me personally, it's it's fascinating. Like I have a group of friends here, I have a group of friends here, got a group of friends here, got a group of friends here, group of friends here, group of friends here. And they just keep improving every time I grow. But it's my I have to go and find the new friends. That's my job. I have to go and be around new people, try new things, do new things. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest gifts I have in my life is the amount of people that I have done different things with. The true beauty in people, everybody's got something different to offer. 
I think I might have mentioned to you, every every person I've ever met has added value to my life. And I just love meeting people and learning them because they're just amazing. When you have your podcast, you feel good, yeah? Because you're sitting there, you're learning, you're listening. Yeah, I would agree. You know, that's... Mm -hmm. Uh, if I had to say like where I am on a scale, whenever I'm doing the podcast stuff, it usually ranges between like a, an eight and eight to a 10. So mm. even though I guess the, the people watching probably can't, can't tell from, from, you know, how, how I express it, but. You know, it's interesting, right? I'll watch your podcast and I'll watch, I'll watch it when you're small. Mm -hmm. right. Is the, the smile so much? Lately, you haven't been smiling as much. You said that you hope that I have been smiling as much. No, lately you haven't been smiling as much. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, most of the ones that are like more recent have been recorded in the past like two months or so, because I have a bunch in queue, like. Um, yeah. like the one last, uh, week I'd had that one sitting for like, uh, almost two months. So, I mean, you, you can kind of see, you know, especially in the ones where you see me wearing the sling that like, I guess you could say my mood is starting to like change like little by little. Like I would say my energy was definitely better in the ones like before like the injury. So. Do you know what? This is awesome. This is absolutely awesome because you, you're aware of it, right? Right. <laughs> you just, you've gone through a situation that's given you growth. That's you've just, you've gone through something that's been painful. It's how you haven't been able to do the things you want to do and be a part of because you know, you, and it hurts when you're not doing those things. You yeah. miss that social interactivity because yeah. in, inside the gym, people are there working out, feeling good, sweating it up, right? Right. It's endorphins. It, it's it's what makes us feel good. And when you don't have that, you start getting new roots. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not as important. Yeah. And that's yeah. and, and that's why health health. It's not just physical. It's not just nutritional. It's not just mental. It's not just social. It's a combination of all of it. It makes sense because I didn't even start getting into like doing the running that I'm doing now until like maybe like a week or so or maybe two weeks ago. So I've probably run a total of maybe four times. So it's, it's not a lot. But before that, I wasn't doing any type of physical activity whatsoever, except for uh, just my physical therapy. And that's just, you know, like bands and doing that type of stuff with that that one arm. So I'm sure it would make a big difference if this is something I start making more consistent, like instead of trying to do it like twice a week, if I, uh, you know, run maybe three times a week and uh, you know, try and incorporate like some some abs or something, anything that's not going to put like load on like my, my upper body, like my shoulder, it'd probably Definitely. help. 
We're going to make a suggestion. When you get off here, go for a one mile run. Right, just one mile. Come back, take your shoes off. Tomorrow morning, get up early, two mile run. Day after, three mile. Day after, four mile. Take your time. And then on Friday, you run your 10 mile. When I say run, jog, don't go flat out. Take it easy on yourself. All right. That's a whole new level of fear right there, isn't it? <laughs> um, you just kind of think about everything right now. You know, the one yeah. mile, the one mile, two mile, maybe yeah. three mile won't be a big deal, but uh thinking about how it's gonna change my like schedule like for like waking up and everything and then thinking about how it's gonna be getting to four miles five miles six miles and then eventually doing the 10 you know, it's not i'm not having pleasant thoughts about it but you know it's that is what it is beautiful it is what it is it's like my hair at the minute. It is what it is. But <laughs> I can't get a haircut. The hairdressers are all closed. I got my son to cut my hair. He was going to do a fry attack on me. I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, don't do that. It may not grow back. <laughs> so, mm. I think this conversation is great. Because being self-aware isn't always about knowing the answers. Being self-aware is sitting with somebody and just accepting that, you know what, maybe I am not quite right today. Maybe I am not quite right at the moment. Maybe I can do something, you know, and we're having a conversation and you're going to step up to the plate. What is your morning routine? So I wake up. I do affirmations, uh, brush my teeth, I come back, meditate, and I turn on Audible, and I'll usually drink some tea, um, make like some cereal or something like that. And then usually after that, I log on to the computer, check my emails for work, um, see if I have anything pending. And then I'll do like brain games or something like that on my phone. And so that's usually my, uh, my routine. Okay. So in order to do this, you're going to have to take a couple of things off and that's okay. So may I suggest that instead of the meditation, maybe listen to ET or um, William Hollis. Do you know those guys? Who? Eric Thomas. Oh, William Eric Hollis. Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard Just of Eric Thomas. Yeah, I love ET. I think he's awesome. So <clears throat> William Hollis is also pretty good. Just just before you get up and go for a run, you know, like just get up, 
Listen, listen to AT, listen to it. William Hollis. <clears throat> All right. Got it. Get the endorphins going. Give the give the brains give the brain games a, a, a break for a week. You know, just yeah. Cause it's it's okay not to do things. It's okay not to get things complete. It's okay to have a break from working on yourself a little bit. You know, like you can't do everything at once. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is the pendulum swing in life. You know, right now you need to get get a bit of heart back in because it's 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 been tough, right? Socially, and it's and it's it's painful. Where do I fit into this society? Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough question. But here's the thing, you're halfway around the world talking to me. <laughs> Sometimes our community might get smaller, so we need to go bigger. Yep. How cool is that? Yeah, you know, it's cool. Yeah, if you had told me, if you had told me back in January when I started this that I'd be speaking to people in Australia, I mean, I would, I would thought, okay, that's, that's kind of weird, you know, why, why would that happen? But here we are. So, yeah, yeah. here we are. And that's awesome. I'm looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to catching up next week. Yeah, I'll definitely have some, uh, some news for you. So, <laughs> you're definitely good and bad i think yeah i mean should should all be good you know none of this stuff is bad stuff you know i guess only bad news could be if i didn't do it so it's, it is what it is yeah you know okay and this is this is the thing right when you set a challenge you never let anybody else down you don't you don't even let yourself down right if you step out the door and go like my brother did. He got in the ring. It wasn't about whether or not he won or not. He got in the ring. Challenge is 10 miles. If you run five times this week, you're in that ring. <laughs> it's, it, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, that's the, here's the target. If you make it brilliant, massive kudos. If you run five times minimum in the next week, that's a whole new ball game and paradigm for you because you didn't think you'd be doing that. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess I know what to do. She's this comfort level there, isn't it? <laughs> it's just like, oh. <laughs> I, I didn't like, understand what you said. What was that? Uh, there's a whole comfort level that's not quite comfortable right there, isn't there? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it wouldn't be worth doing if 
if it were comfortable. So you wouldn't be telling me to. Beautiful. But you're worth it. That's the key to this. You're worth it. You know. I'm really proud of you, Kabani. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I want you to take it a bit easier on yourself because you're working hard to be the best version of you. You know, and you're doing a great job, mate. Thank you. You're welcome. It's not easy, dude. Well, that's, I mean, that's all I've got. I don't want to hold you up too much. I know you have, you know, stuff that you need to get started with today. And so I know we hit our hour. And so I'll just make sure to go on that stuff to have something to talk to you about the next time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love it, mate. I love it. I'll, I'll try and get a haircut between now and then too. Cause uh, now you're, you're fine. I'm, I'm sure that's the, the last thing people are. Would be worried no, I feel about. Like, so, no, no, so. I don't care. It's just like I feel like a rooster. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, sometimes we're self-conscious about things, aren't we? Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and that's where we're at. You know, we haven't had our hairdressers here for you know best part of three months because because of, of the lockdown. And just say, so, it's just there's little comfort things that you sometimes just need. You know, that's that's my Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Have an amazing week. All right. 